Welcome to Uncommonly More with Stacey Harris. I am Stacey Harris, the CEO and founder of Uncommonly More. Uncommonly More is a contract marketing department for female-owned brands ready to build a bigger impact. Our team supports leaders who want to market with integrity and share their message their way. With a focus on people first, the team supports clients by building strategies that support growth. Essentially, we do uncommonly more. And here at the show, we're talking about podcasting and content marketing and digital marketing strategies and social media marketing and all sorts of other things you need to know now to make a bigger impact with your business, either on your own or with the support of a team. I think we should just get into it now though. So let's get started. Hey there, love. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to let you know one thing, and that is the time for working with us this year is actually very, very rapidly coming to a close. If you would like to sit down with me one-on-one for a marketing strategy session, that needs to be booked like right now because I actually don't do those calls in December and January usually fills up while I'm out in December. So if you have interest in doing this before 2020 closes or you want to be able to already be ready to go and hit the ground running in January, head over to uncommonlymore.com and book that call today. Because like I said, the opportunity to get those calls is coming to a close very, very soon. So head on over. If you have questions about what those calls look like and you're not sure, you can actually submit a question over on our contact page again at uncommonlymore.com and Callie or I will reach out and answer any and all questions you have about what happens on those calls. All right. Without any further ado, let's get into the episode. First of all, it's December of 2020. (laughs) I'm so excited. So several times a year, I go into like group programs, masterminds, membership sites, whatever the case may be, coaching programs as a guest teacher. And I teach and or host a Q&A conversation around podcasting. I have so much fun doing this. It's one of my favorite things to do because it's A, selfishly a great way to get content for this show, but more on that in a second. But it's just really fun to talk to podcasters. I so love supporting women as they really use their voice in their business. They really are focused on speaking out inside of their space with their expertise on sharing it. And I love, love, love supporting that, even if it's just quickly answering questions. But also, I get paid, which is great. Um, But also, I get so much content inspiration from that. And a direct example is this week's show, the the conversation we're going to talk about today around relaunching an old show, uh, a conversation we're going to have next week, and really a whole series we're going to run in January called Podcasting 101, which will be similar to our Marketing 101 series we ran in, I don't know, August, I think, of 2020. It'll be similar to that in the sense that it's a one-on-one series, not just for beginners, (laughs) because oftentimes more than just beginners need a 101 series. And I've totally raised my hand as I say that. And so those really inspire, those conversations, those questions really inspire a lot of my content. And so I'm really excited to get into today's episode, next week's episode, and then of course our January episodes where I get to answer these questions because in the future I'm going to be like, well, clearly you don't listen to my podcast and I can't wait for that moment. 
Let's dig in and let's talk about the first one because the first one I think is probably the one of all of the questions we're going to cover in these upcoming episodes. I think it's the one I've gotten every single time I've hosted one of these. I'm trying to think of an instance where I hosted one of these and I didn't get this question. I'm sort of running through them in my head and I'm like, no, I got it then, I got it then, I got it then. Yeah, I think, I think I've gotten this question every single time. And that is, if I used to have a show, I used to be a podcaster, and I let my podcast kind of fade. Maybe you've heard of this phenomenon, podcast fade. We'll be talking more about it next year. But now I'm really getting the itch, the bug, if you will, to start a show, to be a podcaster again. So do I have to start a new show? Or... Do I have to use the show I already have as it exists? And I wanted to talk about this today because there is some nuance to this decision. I think so often I go into these programs and they ask me questions. They expect me to just say yes or no. Uh, And of course, there's nuance. Nuance everywhere. Uh, So I wanted to dive into the nuance of this in this episode Because there's not a a right or wrong answer of relaunching or starting fresh. And so I want to start by talking about what you need to consider. And there really comes back to those two questions that I talk about, you know, two to four times a day around who are you talking to and what are you talking about? Because these two things are likely to inform which path you need to take. Because if I am thinking about getting into podcasting and I'm going to do a week by week, episode by episode rewatch of Schitt's Creek, as you know, if you listen to the show regularly, which I hope you do, and if you didn't before now, start for sure, you know this is my go-to example. So if I'm to start a week by week rewatch and discussion of Schitt's Creek, which at some point I really should just start this freaking show, if you think I should start the show, DM me. Pause the episode. Actually, you know what? The episode can play in the background. Listen to this episode. Go to my Instagram, DM me, and just the words, start a Schitt's Creek show. That's what I want you to, okay? If I get any amount of those whatsoever, (laughs) we'll seriously think about it. The point being, I'm going to start this show. And I used to be a podcaster, but now I'm not. Because I let my show fade, which is fine. Doesn't mean anything about me. Should I go back and use that? Well, if I'm talking to Schitt's Creek fans, and so basically just the most beautiful, elegant, wonderful people on the planet, and my old show was about woodworking, there's probably not going to be a ton of crossover. I mean, there could be. There 100% could be, mostly because I believe everyone should love Schitt's Creek as deeply as I do. My husband would probably listen to that podcast with me if I made him, and he does woodworking, so maybe. Forced husbands might count. But there's probably not going to be a ton of crossover. However, for most of the people in these communities that are asking these questions, and very likely for you, the show you want to start is more about your current expertise. So maybe you want to start a show about building your photography business. And you used to have a show. And it was all around going to art school. You got your degree in photography from an art school. You're going to have a lot of crossover. You likely have a very similar audience to those shows. 
There's not going to be a hundred percent crossover, but there's likely to be a lot of crossover. So absolutely go in, rebrand the old show and go with it. Even more so if maybe the case is, and again, this is pretty common of the groups that I talk to is they actually really want to essentially do what they started out doing with their first show, talking to the same group, around the same expertise. Maybe they even have the exact same business. But now they know more about podcasting. Now they know more about time management. Now they have more support in their team and they have the time or they have the financial wherewithal to hire support for the show that they didn't have before. Cool. Restart the old show. There are some real pros to relaunching a show that's already existed. As long as you're kind of talking about the same what, and you're kind of talking to the same who. If you're not, it's a non-starter. You're launching a new show. <laughs> just, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But there's a big case to be had for relaunching. One, when is the last time you went and unsubscribed to a podcast that wasn't regularly showing up in your feed? I'll wait. I was actually outlining this episode and I thought of this question and I went and looked and there were several shows, several shows that have completely faded that I am still subscribed to. And so if they put out a new episode tomorrow and some of these haven't released an episode in 18 to 24 months, I wouldn't have known the difference. A, because I likely came to these shows later in their run, and I just enjoyed them as they popped up. And two, I think most of the people who I spend time with are old enough to know this reference. Do you remember appointment TV? Like Thursday nights on NBC, for example. It was something you watched live And at the exact time it was going to run, always. You never missed it. Most podcasts aren't that show. As much as we want to believe that for every single person who subscribes to our show, and I certainly hope this is true of you, but I'm guessing it's likely not, they don't wait with bated breath for you to release the new episode. It's just not realistic. Certainly, I'm going to choose to believe right now that this is shocking to you because you, every Monday night, are like, I wonder if it'll come out early because this show goes out on Tuesdays. And on the occasion when the show is not released, I hope there is a confusion and a deep desire to DM me, oh my God, where is the show? Of course, then you get the email from me that week to find out that there's not going to be a show that week like we did last week. But that wasn't a big deal because you're like, I still got something from Stacy. I'm going to choose to believe that's true for you and me. But that's not normal. That's not normal. For the bulk of the shows and the bulk of subscribers and the bulk of episodes, it's going to be a delightful surprise when you run into it when you open the podcast feed. And Jess, you have a general idea of when your favorite show's episodes are released. But you're likely not freaking out if it's not there. And one week turns into another, and two weeks turns into four, and four weeks tend to turn into like 18 months, I've noticed. (laughs) But whatever. And so I want you to let go of this idea that they're going to be like, but you abandoned me. No. 
all that's going to happen is a new episode is going to pop up and I'm going to be delighted. Hey, look, it's a new episode of that show I love. Ooh, she rebranded. Let's check this out. And so you have a built-in download pool. You have a built-in listenership. You have a built-in audience where even if it's just a section of the original people who listened to the show, you have people to help you find other people. And that is the biggest gift we can think of when it comes to launching a show. And so don't leave that behind if you're talking to the same people about mostly the same thing. Utilize that existing audience. All right? The other pro of relaunching is a lot of your tech is already set up. A lot of your your pieces are already going to be figured out, which means you can spend more time in updating the things that are going to matter to you. And by that, I mean process. And that's really where I want us to shift back the conversation to is the nuance doesn't exist in the which should I do? Because the answer to that is those two questions I gave you. The nuance exists here. And that is you shouldn't do either if you're not first going to build a plan to not fade or burn out the next time you try this. If you're going to try to do the exact same thing the exact same way, you are likely going to end up with the exact same results. And so I want you to first look at why you stopped recording the show in the first place. Was it time? Was there an expertise piece that you didn't have? Was it you felt you weren't getting enough downloads? In which case I want to you to talk to somebody about getting some context around how much is good and not good for downloads. But that's a whole episode in itself. Look at what caused the stop before. Because if we don't address that, nothing else is going to matter. This is not about buying a new podcast course. This is not about having a new content calendar. This is not about hiring an expert. It's about figuring out where your breaking point was. And in some cases, it could straight up be, I didn't have time. I was in a real aggressive growth phase in my business. I was, you know, just flat out trying to deliver and in sales. So the marketing side of things, the content side of things took a backseat. Now I have some support. I have better systems, whatever the case may be. I'm ready to add in this piece. Awesome. Go with it. It could be, I didn't feel like I had anything else to say. I didn't feel like I had enough to say. Cool. Sit down with somebody who can help you with your content plan. Talk to your team about how they can support you in staying accountable to getting episodes done. Maybe it's having your assistant put calendar time on your schedule. Maybe it's having a meeting with your marketing person before you go into record day so that they can help you map out calendar and some outlines. Maybe it's having somebody on your team who helps you with writing outline a show for you or script a show for you so that you have a starting point to record from. Whatever the case may be, get support. The other thing I want you to look at is your recording style. Is it that you were trying to shoehorn yourself into someone else's process? You know, one of the things I love about how we work with clients is we really do support them in having a process, having a system. Every single client of every single show that we produce goes into a dashboard inside of our project management software so that they can see exactly where their show's at, exactly what's coming up, exactly when we need their episodes by. 
So they have a clear understanding of what deliverables are, how it's happening, where in the process we are, but also they have a clear look at their own expectations, what they need to be bringing to this production cycle for it to work. Regardless of if you're DIYing or you're working with a team, or maybe you have a VA helping you, whatever the case may be, build that out for yourself. Give yourself some place that is a clear look at what is needed from you. Even if that's start to front, record, edit, create graphics, write show notes, even if it's at every single step of this production process, every single podcast to do is yours. I still want you to have somewhere where you have that mapped out, where it sits on your calendar, sits in your project management, sits on your task list. I don't care where it is, but you know what you need to deliver when and where. It's gotta be really clear for you. And it doesn't mean doing six shows in a day. It doesn't mean doing three shows in a day. It could just be you do one at a time and you record them every week and that's how you do it. That's fine. We have clients who do that. What I want to encourage you to do is find your style and work that. The one caveat to this, the asterisk and note as a footnote, there might be times where it needs to be different. I've talked about it on the show this year, mostly because I think I experienced that more this year than I ever have before. And I don't expect it to change dramatically in 2021, to be honest. But it, for me, there have been times where I have to really outline the show. Like, it's very near being a script. And then there are times where I look at the title, like, suggestion that I have in my dashboard, and I riff for 20 minutes. And then I ask my team if I made any sense whatsoever. Sometimes the process needs to look different. And that's usually a real feeling thing. It's a real inside job on this one. How does it feel right now? What do I need right now to get this done? How can I enjoy this the most? That's a big one for me. And so figure out what will make you feel supported and being consistent. And until you have that figured out, don't start the show. Because all you're doing is building that same stress cycle that you went through the first time. Or the last time. Because maybe the last time wasn't the first time. Which I've also heard stories about. And remember, that help could be production help. It could be team help within your existing team. It could be sitting with your coach and getting around some mindset stuff. Whatever the case might be, get that support. All right, that's it. That's this episode. That's the, I think, probably one of the most common questions. It's not, I don't think it's the most common question, but it's like two or three on the list. I hope this was helpful. As a reminder, Uncommonly More will be closed the last two weeks of this year meaning there will not be new episodes of the show the last two weeks of this year. It'll be a great time to listen to some oldies, some golden oldies. There's plenty of them uh, to choose from. I will, of course, be sending out a list during those two weeks of some possible episodes, just as I did last week. So if you are not on the list, now is going to be a really good time. Spoiler alert for those who actually listen to the whole show. Random note, there used to be a podcast that I listened to and they did the show and then there was like an outro. And then after that, there was like a clip and it was like for those who listen to the whole show and it was this like one little like a bit that they did at the end and it really amused me and I loved it. I think it was Frosty, Heidi and Frank years and years and years ago. Anyways, the point 
of all of that was, for those who listened to the whole show, next year, we are going to be doing a lot of big stuff in email. There's going to be a lot of support and connection with my team and I that are going to be happening via email. It's really going to be an extension of this show. And so if you want to see what that looks like and you want to be a part of that, I highly, highly, highly recommend you go on over to the website, make sure you're on the list. There's a button right there on the homepage or send me an email or DM me on on social and we'll make sure you get on the list because we're going to be doing some very, very cool things to extend this show into email as we move into 2021. All right. All right. With that, I will see you very, very soon. If you want to get support in the new year on your show, go ahead and send your form over now. As I said, we'll be taking up the last two weeks of the year, um, but we can get you on the calendar to speak to us that first week of January. All right. Have a great rest of your week. I will see you next week with another super common question that I got from doing more of these Q&A support sessions for masterminds and programs. All right, I'll see you next week. I want to take a second and say thank you. Thanks for listening to the show today. This is the start of a conversation. I want to hear from you. So come on over to Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever. If you're subscribed to the email, hit reply on your email and say, hey, let me know how the show is going to manifest itself in actions and implementation for you because that's really why I do this. It's just so that you can do things. I'd also love to get more people listening to the show so that we can push out <laughs> the the negative marketing messages happening in the world and really override it with empowerment and people-first focused marketing so that we can all be seeing the kind of marketing we want to be seeing. And the first part of that is, of course, doing the kind of marketing we want to be seeing. The second part of that is helping everybody else do it too. And so share the show. And of course, leave a rating and a review for the show. If you head over to ratethispod.com slash more, M-O-R-E, you will find an easy link to leave a rating and a review on a couple of different platforms, whatever platform you want to share it with. I would appreciate it. Really only takes a minute. Also, if you are interested in getting support from my team, sitting down and chatting with me, head over to uncommonlymore.com. That's where you'll find all the resources we talked about today, full transcript of this show and every show we've done before, and all the shows we do coming forward, right? It's a great way to stay connected. It's a great way to find out exactly how we can support you. So your next step, of course, is to head over to uncommonlymore.com, and I will see you next week.